Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And da 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 da. It's the X Factor special. Wait, what? <laughs> it's Tess Daly. We've got Tess Daly on the podcast. Oh, Hello. I love it when you sing to me as an oh, intro. I know. <laughs> Thank you. That's you can have special. it as your ringtone later, Tess. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, yes. girls. This is exciting chatting to you two. Oh, oh thank you so we much. We're thrilled, Enjoying and we're in, in, a, in, a, in a hotel. I won't say exactly where, but we had to bypass a few heads of animals as we came in. Yeah. It was luxury. We're out in the countryside. It's it's beautiful. Oh. Um, I feel like I should be smoking a cigar and having a martini. It's There's quite a lot of chandeliers. So I feel quite at home with the amount of blink. Yes, in the area. It is. It's we should be wearing a glitter. Like a, a high class brothel. Not going to lie, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining well, us, Tess Daly, in this brothel. Point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it feels like we can do something saucy, but we won't today. Maybe with our mouths, but not with other things. I mean, that's an awful thing to say. Anyway, let's crack on. Um, yes. We're here today to talk to Tess about how fabulous she is, but also we're going to talk a little bit about the fabulous work of the NSPCC, aren't yes, we? Yes, and the O2. And the O2, yes. excellent. And their partnership, excellent. <laughs> Glad we said that. I'm yep. done very smoothly. See, PR lady, I listened to you. <laughs> I listened to you. I took on board your feedback okay excellent you guys are smooth oh I know that's what you say smooth mummies watch your back that's what we're saying watch your back Freaky chairs are a nice dynamic. Oh, that is a lovely dynamic. Sorry, as well. That's the ambiance. Yes, excellent. Now, first up, Mm. Tess Daly, are you a scummy mummy? Uh, yes, I probably am. Hands yeah. off. I am. You know, I try my best, like we all do, juggling, keeping all the balls in the air, trying to be the best mummy that I can possibly be. Uh, I've got two girls. One's 10. One's very soon to be 15. Um, as she keeps telling me, slash warning me. <laughs> Mum, I'll be driving in two years. <laughs> um, taunting us with that. Yeah. Driving me mental. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but yeah, I, I sort of, I, I love being a mum. I've got to admit, I do love it. And I love talking parenting because for me, it's an endlessly fascinating conversation because we're all just trying to do the best job we can, aren't we? And yeah. for me, I am fascinated by how everybody else makes it work and makes it look easy because it always looks easy, doesn't it, from the outside? Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, I'm, I'm into discussing it with other mums, the challenges we face because it's, you, they're universal, the challenges, aren't they? Mm. And the, whatever. It's, mm. it's, yeah, it's, 
an interesting topic that I just love to talk about. So yeah. So what's Tell me everything you know about parenting? <laughs> you know a lot. No, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, biscuits. That's my biscuit. iPads. But what strategies have you found over the years for coping with the the stuff you've dealt with? Strategies. Um, kill them with kindness. Let them know the loved one. It's challenging because honestly, you know, I'm a parent of a teenager now, and that has its challenges. Mm. Eye rolling alone. You know, it's hard. It, it's sort of like you've got to. They're coming at you from a place where they're just trying to get to grips with all these hormones. They're under hormonal arrest and they're just trying to work out everything in their own minds and they just need to know that they're loved. And whenever you're, you know, you're being authoritative, you're doing it from a loving place yeah. and it's for the greater good. So, um, I, yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, I wrote a book about parenting early on when my little one was, well, my, sorry, when my eldest was, I think she was three and a half, four, and I wrote a book about parenting called The Baby Diaries because she didn't sleep for three and a half years. Oh, and I had two of those. Oh, it's a nightmare. Two out of two. It's a nightmare. The second one uh, woke up every 45 minutes oh, for the first God. year. Oh, yeah. well, for three and a half years, our first one, she'd wake up three times a night. <sighs> I remember when I had to go to work sometimes, I had to throw myself off the bed and crawl on all floors down the hallway to throw myself into the shower just mm. to try and wake up and stand up right. Then I'd have a full fat Coke before I could even speak. I mean, it was desperate times. <laughs> yeah. Know? I couldn't... It, sleep deprivation was absolute hell. And when we... That's why there are four and a half years between our children, because you can't even consider having another child when one's not sleeping, the first one's no. not sleeping. You can't even consider doing the thing you'd have to do to get another well, child. quite. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, we, she didn't sleep for three and a half years. And then we had another child. Uh, she was, she was um, almost four and a half years old. And our second child slept, I would say, from literally through the night from week 12 and she hasn't stopped since. She's 10 years old. Wow. She slept 12 hours a night. Literally, it's like an off button. Give her a, cud- give her a teddy. She rolls on one side, closes her eyes, angelic face, falls asleep. Oh, thank God. Because couldn't go through that again. So we, sort of, we, we learned the secret of self, teach them to self-settle. Oh. Don't rock them to sleep. Because when they wake up in the middle of the night as babies and you're not there, they will cry and protest. Yeah. You're not there. They're afraid. Smile and wave and walk out the room, and they will fall as they and they fall asleep sort of by themselves. As long as they've got a comfort, whether it's a little blankie or a, a dummy or whatever you use for comfort, a little cuddly toy. And they, if they wake up in the night, they will then fall back asleep without yelling for you mm. because you are, you know, you weren't there when they fell asleep. So teach She's them. She's a magician. She's a magician. She's a witch. <laughs> That is the secret to sleep. Yeah, it was Tess Daly ten years ago. Oh, oh Tess. Yes, oh. I could never go back to that sleep deprivation. It so. makes you insane. I, it really does. It's torture, isn't it's, it? it? And you are not yourself. You can't no, and I just yeah, and you do see that you know thousand yard stare of the new mum who's pushing I pushing know. the buggy, yeah. and, and you can't and go up to them. You like go, I know, I know. I just saw this woman once. She had a massive bag of marshmallows, and she was just kind of going um 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 with one hand yeah. and pushing the buggy because you want the sugar. You like anything anything that can keep me awake so I don't kill everyone oh, or yeah. like drive the car off a cliff. It's so, just it's, it's so, so true by any means necessary. It's pure survival. Absolutely, I'd wet hair leaving the house. I don't think I cleaned my teeth for the first three months. Yeah. I've just got to work out how to put the buggy up and get the baby out yeah. of the house. Another big thing is like food. Are you are you a fish finger and chicken nuggets kind of mum, or is it all organic? No, I'm not. It's not all organic, but I try and get as many whole foods, vegetables into them. Because I sort of, you know, food is love. I think you know, and it's it's a form of love. Is giving your kids nutritious food as much as you can, practically. Mm. 
you know, you can swap your French fries for frozen sweet potato fries. They're a little bit better for you, the they sweet potato. They are delicious as well. <laughs> oh, God. Like, God, this is I healthy. It's oh, really God, healthy. I'll have seven handfuls. You know, and I'll make a batch. You know, I'll put, if I'm making sort of something, I'll freeze it up and do a little bit of that so I can use it next year. I'll make turkey burgers and I'll grind it up and mix in the veg and do double the amount and freeze them for next week. So I do try and give nutritious food because I feel guilty if I don't. Mm. Mm. You know, whole foods mostly. But of course, we, you know, they, well, I've got a sweet tooth and unfortunately they've inherited it and they like, they like our pudding as well. Here so, you know, it's not, I'm not saying I'm angelic, but I, try, I do try and give them home cooked sort of whole foods where I, where I can. Then occasionally it'll be a five minutes of, you know, that boil in the bag fresh pasta and fling some sauce and chop up some veggies in there, hide some veggies. So, yeah, yeah, but I, I quite enjoy cooking for them. Yeah. Because, mm. you know what I mean? But they're so blooming fickle. You know, they'll love a turkey burger one week, next week they don't ever want to see one again. Oh, for, so for my four-year-old, it can change from the moment he's asked to the thing till I've got it out of the fridge. I didn't want ham! You I literally know. just said that's what <laughs> that's it. Chicken fajitas tonight with all the trimmings. Yes, I've got fresh guacamole. What? I hate fajitas. No, you don't. You love them. You loved them last week. You were delighted. Hate them this week. I mean, it is hard keeping on top of thick liters, isn't it? Yeah, it's a challenge. I can't read their minds. I find it a challenge. So yeah, it's. But I, I've discovered sort of, you know, getting to eat the getting. To, I can get into getting to eat vegetables is key. Lots of green veg, and at least I feel like. I've done a good deed. You yeah. do feel quite you high know? after. Is it high or smug? I can't remember. Smug. <laughs> Smite. That's a smug high. That's, That's a, a good one. Oh my God. I know. I nearly cried when my son started eating carrots again. I mean, he still would prefer a bag of Haribo, but hey. Of course. That's, that's, that's how we roll. I've got a 10-year-old who asks me for bowls of peas. That's a comfort food. Can I have oh. a bowl of peas, Mum? Frozen or, or the cooked? Like, like a love. cooked bowl? No. Well, fr- frozen. I always keep... Don't, I mean, that's my freezer essential. <laughs> yeah. Peas. yeah. Uh, and sweet potato fries, of course. Of course. Um, and she wants a, yeah, she wants a bowl of peas. And the other one's gone into making smoothies now, which is great, because you can throw a handful of spinach in when they're not looking. And they yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't taste of anything. So no, they're no. into doing that themselves because then they're part of the process. So yeah, I can highly recommend smoothies. Keep lots of frozen veg in your fridge, girls. Yeah, they're a great smoothie because like when the bananas go brown, you know you can chop them up yeah, and put them can. in the freezer. But yeah. then they always go brown in my house. Now my freezer is fifty percent banana. <laughs> to make more for smoothies I think yeah yes. pancakes banana um, pancakes oh they're good as when well right overripe bananas in a few oats no. eggs so you've been doing it nearly 15 years 15 now 15 years strictly come dancing if I mean, there's one sort of nugget of wisdom you could pass on about the old parenting uh, to to <sighs> mums what would it be oh my gosh one nugget of wisdom I mean you might have 14 or 15 um, I don't let me limit you test daily <laughs> uh, oh, where do you start I mean I'm just trying to be present really because I don't you know, I love the whole kind of journey of being a parent. I don't want to miss out. I'm really selfish. Really. Like, I can't bear the thought of missing a sports day. I can't bear the thought of missing them in the school play. You've got to be there for those moments because they punctuate your entire life together. Yeah. Don't they? they are the memories. That's why we have them in the first place. And I'm, I, you know, I could probably work a whole lot more during my career, but I don't, because when I do Strictly Come Dancing, for example, over the autumn winter period, 14 weeks up to Christmas from September, it's... I'm away on the Saturday, I'm away sort of part of the weekend and I feel, I don't, I, I, I therefore try and make up for it the rest of the year by being there, by being super mum on Saturdays. What do you want to do, kids? Here's a full list of activities. Uh, you know, trying to make up the fact that I'm not there on that Saturday for part of the year. Um, so I just try, well, I just try and balance, I try and explain to them the, the importance of go, the fact that I go to work, you know, and try and, de- my mum always works, so mm. it's what I know in a way. And, 
they do understand that it's important. It defines you as a person. As in, you're not just you know, it's it's important to me. And they and they don't they don't that. mind occasionally coming along. They to don't work. mind coming sometimes. Yeah, especially <laughs> before we started recording. Tess was saying, you know, the girls suddenly had an interest in the old Strictly when when Joe Suggs suddenly became involved. Yeah, Joe Let's... Sugg brought them back last year. They were like, oh, oh okay, oh, Mum, this, cool. this is cool. Yeah. We're into it. <laughs> Can we come and watch? We love Joe Sugg. Of course, they love a YouTuber, don't they? Yeah. YouTubers are rock stars for this generation. No idea who they are. But I will you soon. Know, and yeah. But the kids just love them. That's who they watch. Um, yeah. And um, they watch online, you know. They don't really watch TV so much anymore. It's so weird, that, isn't it? Joe was a genius booking because he brought that generation of kids who sort of perhaps didn't turn on the telly anymore on a Saturday night. Yeah. They were too busy watching YouTube. Um, Joe brought them back yeah. and he brought mine back so yeah they're into it they had a couple of years off and they're a bit like oh mum don't make us watch it again please <laughs> we've had it all our lives because of course 15 years I've been doing it my eldest turns 15 a couple of weeks I was pregnant with her series one amazing so literally she was in the womb da, 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 da. <laughs> poor child uh, yeah so she's she's grown up with it really yeah um, she's like a visual reference of just how long we've been on air <laughs> she's taller than me now she's just a bit just just about taller than me no and uh, yeah she she's she, yeah pregnant with a series one did you have an inkling did you have an inkling of the phenomenon it would become we, we, we didn't absolutely no it was a, a reworked format of a you know of an older show but then of course we, we, we brought in the interactive element the reality element bringing in celebrities people could vote at home and so we, it was a, a new twist on an old format, and we didn't know if it would work. It would capture people's imagination. Um, I mean, I couldn't get over the fact that I was working with Bruce Forsyth, who I'd grown up with watching on the telly. I couldn't believe I was literally standing next to him, oh. in breathing the same air How as him. How did you resist doing the catchphrases? It must have been unbearable. <laughs> well, I know every time I say, nice to see you, Bruce, it's like, oh, God, I said it again. <laughs> Every time oh. I saw him, nice to see you. Oh, yeah, they didn't slap your face. He <laughs> <laughs> was such a gentleman, and oh, it was such a trick. It was such an honour working with him. I'll never ever forget it. And he was just such an absolute darling, oh. so generous, you know. So none of us knew that it would go on to sort of become catch the nation's imagination, I suppose, and people would so invest in it and enjoy it and yeah because television it's a fickle business you know and one year in television is like dog years and t- your TV shows that go that stand the test of time and last over a decade never mind 15 years it's a long time mm. so you don't take that for granted and, and, and it's lovely that people still enjoy it you know and they sort of make an appointment to sit around the telly together as a family on a Saturday night because there's not much that they can do that they, they people tell me you know we sit around we get a takeaway we base our, our Saturday night on it and it Grandma can watch it with the kids. The family can watch it together, and that is not. It's lovely to be part of that because it's sort of a tradition for people yeah. to watch it together, and that's lovely. It's yeah. feel good telly, you know, and, it, and it's nice. It's great to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and do you still find the sort of live aspect of it thrilling, or are you just used to that now? You're just like, yeah, here we no, go. No, I do love that adrenaline rush because it is a buzz, you know. It's sort of like seat of your pants stuff yeah you, you know, I love the fact that it's absolutely real you know there's no delay on this show there's no like and anything can happen live someone could drop their partner there could be a, a, a wardrobe malfunction there could be a anything could happen live I've got a contingency I've got a pile of contingency cards you know like yeah. three inches high for, in case someone doesn't get lowered down from the ceiling in time in case you know an accident happens like you don't know because they take risks live and, and, yeah. and, and it, anything could happen so I love the fact that it's it's real it's not contrived um, and we're watching it with the audience as it happens and, and that you know it's, it's, an, it's an adrenaline rush I'm not going to lie mm. and it's great because you might be Claudia was sick last week she had the worst flu hacking cough she could barely breathe but as soon as you go live 
the adrenaline, it's like super fuel. Yeah. It kicks out all the ailments and the illness. And you never see a presenter on telly, live telly, with a tissue dab in the nose. God, no. You know, it's like super fuel. It drives you on and you just ride that wave, you know. So I love it for that reason, that it is a buzz. Yeah, yeah, and you feel that as well. Yeah, I was do. just going to say again, because we're exactly the same as you and Claudia Winkleman. This is what we say every we day, Ellie. Like, yes. We did one show and I'd had the norovirus uh, the night before, so I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I went into premature labour the next day, so that was oh, fun. Oh, gosh. Fine. Yeah. And then, <laughs> is that... Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my next day. God, so that was. Yeah, it was two months early, so that was exciting. Whoa! I mean, talk about the thrill of live performance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we did do another show where Helen was complaining about a pain down this sort of similar area, and I was like, "Oh, it's your coil. Your coils come loose." <laughs> and it turned out she had appendicitis. So oh. we, I went from the show God. basically to A and E, and then had my appendix out. Yeah. Um, but but it's so amazing. So Claudia and a flu. What's <laughs> Moaning for. I'm That's never gonna. I'm never gonna moan about the sniffles again. Yeah. <laughs> you go and tell that woman. Shut your moan. Shut your moan. Tell her Ellie and Helen said. She'll know. Yeah. But so you've got all that drama on screen. But then of course there's you often have to go on and there's been drama off screen and that always makes me because we had Rebecca Humphreys on the podcast who's Sean Walsh, Walsh's ex girlfriend and last year all that was going on and then you have to go out there and be like jolly ringmaster everything's fine is that is that difficult. Well, I just react to what is happening live in the studio. And so the show goes on, you know. Yeah. You know live, the show always must go on. Yeah. So we're there to talk about the dancing in the studio and the stuff that goes on sort of outside it or in the media. We don't discuss that live. It's just a reaction to those 90 seconds on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my job, you know. Yeah. I stand there, sort of pull up a sofa and start talking. <laughs> and but did it, did it change fashion. the atmosphere in the room? What was going uh, on? Well, not really, because, you know, the pro dancers are pros and yeah. the show must go on. So not it didn't really change the atmosphere as such. Not really. Yeah. No, no that's... I mean, no, because there are a lot of people dancing and it's sort of, I don't know, the show, it sort of transcends that, if you like, because the atmosphere in this, the live studio is so kind of overwhelming there's, there's so much excitement when they're about to dance live that it's all about that moment really for mm. us when we're in there which is why it's like it's it's it just it's it's exciting it's uniquely exciting to be there because it's tangible you can feel that excitement so yeah yeah it's about that really so but do you know do you ever get carried away and want to be like when you see that amazing dance be like fuck me <laughs> oh my god me, that was, but do you, do you have you have the bollocks on that oh my god <laughs> how did that happen and it's a bit like, like do you know what I know my mum's watching at home so I'm uh, never gonna swear like I've got that that's the, the fear oh no we must not swear oh, oh don't my mum started following our page on Facebook and she's like why do you have to swear all the time why that's do you have to moms, and I was like oh, oh god mum 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 yeah it's great it helps with the censorship but yeah we're live so if you weren't hosting Strictly do you think you would do Strictly you know I'd love to have a go would you um, I actually I did a little dance once with, for children in need with Anton de Beck I was his partner and it was against the late great Terry Wogan oh. so Terry Wogan oh what a man what a guy another legend that I was lucky enough to work alongside and we, did, we danced together for children in need and I did a Viennese oh. once but I was pregnant at the time with my second child and I couldn't tell anyone because it was early on it was only like week 10 we were doing the Viennese waltz which involves a lot of rotation 12, 12, 12 and I was literally trying not to vomit on him and then he'd lift me up in this sort of extravagant lift one arm between me holding me up but yeah well I almost did and I couldn't tell him that I was pregnant and I was oh so it wasn't easy but um, it was an experience we're, we're obviously close personal friends with Dr. Ranch and I, and I think he was just 
a complete delight. He to was. Watch he, he last year. what it's all about. He yeah, he just beamed that whole every he second was of the show. The time of his life. Yeah, and so we loved watching him. I think the more that the celebrities enjoy it who take part, we invest in their enjoyment, and they were, they don't want to leave because they're having such a good time. No, we you're right. We don't want to end the party for them. So it's great when you see them sort of fall in love with the dancing. Yeah, and you do see that happen. You know. And I love it when you see someone sort of... I mean, I'm going way back now, this is for, like, hardcore fans of the show, but when you see someone like Mark Rampagash, sportsman, cricketer, years ago, he won it. He started the series, because I love when this transformation takes place. You see someone who's never stood on the shiny floor, they've never danced in front of an audience, they're not an entertainer, they, you know, and they... You see them sort of suddenly transform, and they find their snake hips, they embrace their Latin love, yeah. their alter ego, whatever it may be, and they discover a love of dancing, and they go from being shy and able to sort of make eye contact when you're talking to them on camera, you know, they're looking away, <laughs> and it's really cute, to then becoming this kind of person who takes to the floor, does an Argentine tango, and blows everyone away, and then goes on to win it. And it's brilliant when you see that transformation take place. Mm. You know, someone discovers something about themselves that they didn't, you know, they didn't know they could dance. They didn't know they could be a Latin love god on the duck. Who knew? So I, I love that trans. I love seeing that happen. Yeah. Mm. It's all about the J word, the journey. When you see someone go on that journey and you're part of it, it's really rewarding, actually. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, well, not only are you an internationally famous legend of television, hardly, <laughs> uh, you are also, of course, a great humanitarian. Uh, oh, so she's an excellent person, uh, Ellie. Oh, yes, you, you, yes. You're very nice girls. Tell yes. us about your work with O2 and the NSPCC, Tess Daly. Well, they approached me to get involved with their very brilliant Net Aware campaign, and it's fantastic because it's all about educating parents how to keep their kids safe online. As a parent, I know that that is challenging, it's confusing, it's overwhelming. The amount of new apps appear on a daily basis, mm. you know, you've got to be. It's, 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 the NetAware website is all about teaching parents how to talk to their children about staying safe online. And you can find it yourself, netaware.org. There's a very important hyphen between net and aware.org.uk. Go online. She's so pro. Because, go online because, as a parent, I, I, like, you know, it is overwhelming. Yeah. Because the, your child, you want to keep your child safe online. I have a teenager. We have parental settings in place at home, on the on the Wi-Fi, for example, but you still need to help keep them safe. 
you want to know what apps they're downloading you want to know who they're communicating with mm. on social networks online because kids are naive in a way that you know they will perhaps share details yeah they you know online that you wouldn't want them to share they might share their website address with a stranger their, sorry not their website address their email address their phone number do you remember when snapchat revealed that they were sharing locations people didn't realize if you didn't turn off your location sharing within that app you could be unwittingly giving your oh home God, address to a stranger yeah and so it's really important that we go into go into these apps to make sure that the location sharing is turned off people, you know parents think it's turned off settings on their on, on their device on their on their phone or on their ipad it might be turned off yeah but guess what within that app it's not turned off and mm. you might unwittingly be sharing information with a stranger so it's this it, it's all about helping parents help their kids stay safe online yeah. and that's really important to me because i want my kids to be safe online you know our children are spending time online it's part of modern life and we need help protecting them because it's it's, it's a nine my, my kids are like four and eight right so we're not quite you're there not quite yet. there yet yeah but i imagine it's quite a difficult line to walk in terms of privacy because as they get older they they want to have their and i guess they want their own online space as yes. well the same way they want their own room you know and their own yeah and like do you give them that or are you like no if you're online i'm going to get up in your grill i'm going to look at your history and yeah well we make sure um, with the 10 year old of course that's not an issue yet because she hasn't got any of those social networks she's too young for all of that but the she's only into Minecraft at this point you know so oh, she's keep yeah. that, that that's, that's wonderful easily, yeah. easily managed um, but with the teenager we make sure that she doesn't have her phone in, on, in her room at bedtime and we limit the screen time because you know kids you know, who knows who they're communicating with otherwise and it's frightening you know even with yeah. the apps that are you know the fun apps that they have they might have TikTok or whatever it is you don't, you don't, I don't, we just want to make sure that she's not communicating with strangers on her own late at night. We mm. make sure we know what apps she's got. We also check up on those apps regularly. We make sure the location sharing is turned off. She's private, obviously, on stuff like Instagram at this point because she's only 14 years old. But obviously, in the future, moving forward, she's a young adult. She's going to take control mm. by herself. So, And do you follow each other on Instagram? Or does she let you see her account and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, which is private. So, yes, right. yes, yeah. but we do. Um, but uh, in the future, she won't be because she'll be her own person. So we just want to sort of lay down the foundation of, of we, we want to help educate her as to the dangers of sharing stuff online. You know, does it never goes away, for example. We have kept our children safe from the day we gave birth to them. Our, you know, as a parent, our priority is their well-being, isn't it? And it's their safety. We hold their hands crossing the road. We teach them to cross the road and wear a seatbelt. We teach them about stranger danger in real life. So it's just really about keeping them safe online i think that's the biggest screens. the biggest sort of fear is like you sort of feel like oh well you can control stuff that goes on in the home in terms of yeah. you and know we have always controlled that haven't yeah we? exactly but that Babies. online thing feels really really scary yeah it can be intimidating and um, you know, i know my kids have come back from school saying oh we got told about like stranger danger online it's like you think you're talking to a dog but it could be a cat and yeah. so like that sort of early sort of chat about you know you can't yeah. believe everything you Absolutely. see online and all that sort of Less. yeah oh god but it's difficult and I will I will confess as well and I, I'm not suggesting anyone should necessarily do this but I let him watch a program called Catfish on MTV which is about um, it's in America but it's about um, people who pretend to be other people online oh, wow. and so they you know it's, and, and you get these nutty people who are like yeah so I've been I'm engaged to this person and, and it's these two guys Neve and Max and they're like oh so when did you meet them last and then like, oh, I've never met them oh god 
And okay, when did you speak video chat? Or oh no, he, he hasn't got a video on his phone. And you're like, this is mad. And of course, they go and meet the person, but it's safe because they're with a camera crew and it's all right above board. And it's it's you know 99.999 times out of 100, it's it's nothing like the person they mm-hmm. said they were. Of course. And he sort of came in when I was watching it one day, and I think I went to make a cup of tea, and he was really, and he was like, oh, this, can I watch this? And I was like, actually, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. because there's no sex in it. Mm-hmm. There's, they bleep out the swears if it's mm-hmm. on the daytime. And I don't think it's a terrible thing for you to learn that this is what goes on all the time. Yeah. And these people, and they're all sort of overage in this show as well, but all these people pretending to be 18-year-old girls That's, are actually 25-year-old oh, mm. blokes oh, or whatever. Mm, so, oh, again, I'm not suggesting this as a parenting <laughs> necessarily. That's a good idea, isn't it? Because, right. you know, kids take them on surface value, you know, and they, 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 they do, and they are. They want to believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what you know. We sort of have to protect them against as parents. I just think this is a great initiative because it's about educating parents really how they can help their kids and keep them safe. Yeah. Online. So yeah, that's a, that's a win in my book. Because yeah. I we can't all just play Uno twenty four seven. Oh, I love as, Uno. It, I mean, so oh, do I. I. I could literally play Uno twenty four seven. Let's all do that now. Got Uno Extreme, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean oh, come on. Oh, it's not an amateur. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I used to, I used to, I, I said it. that. That's the gift I send everyone at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? Oh, it's so dead on. It dead spits on. out the cards for joy. Oh, I oh, used to play Uno. You know, I used to play Uno yeah. you know, online. Did you? <laughs> yeah, like oh. weirdly, Chang's changes on the internet. Probably, oh, but I was like thirty, that. so it's okay. It's oh. uh, yeah, no, it was it was oh. before kids' test when you have time to do oh, things God, like yeah, play yeah. Uno on the internet. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mine. Oh no, I was just going to say I haven't painted my nails for tears daily. I've been feeling very bad on the train. Anyway, oh yeah, serious bit. Um, where can our listeners go for more information about your work with the O2 and NSPCC test? Well, daily? do have a look because honestly, I think it's pretty educational and it, and it helps. It helps us understand that to help our kids. So yeah, go to netaware, which is net-aware.org.uk, and have a look. There's loads of handy tips about the apps, how to set parental controls and how to talk to your children, how to communicate with them so that they know how to be safe online. Excellent. Turn Excellent. the location sharing off in your apps. And please. tell your children never to listen to the Scummy Mummies podcast because it's full of filth. Oh, yes. Don't listen to yeah. that. Close your ears, kids. I know. Maybe, maybe watch Catfish, maybe not. Definitely buy them at Uno Extreme. <laughs> We've solved everyone's problems. We've really. actually nailed it. <laughs> right. nailed and sit together yeah. on a Saturday night and watch Strictly because um, yeah. oh. I, I did say Tess to my ten-year-old, who's a very big fan. I said, oh. "What should I say to Tess Daly?" She said, "Tell Tess Daly that her daughter really, really loves her, and that she really loves seeing her in the Well Woman ad on the tube." <laughs> She oh, said, because we, we were on the tube test. And she's like, oh my God, this test. And you're like, where, where? And then she pointed to your aunt. Oh, that little sweetie. <laughs> she was love so her. excited. What? Oh, I love her. Good on you, yeah, Matilda. Unfortunately, she don't have her so much. She, she, so much. she went home and took an overdose of vitamin C. She's, she's recovered very well. So don't feel bad, Tess Daly. Thank don't God. feel bad. Oh, God. Oh, she loves all your work. That's oh, what I'm saying. I love her. I love the little girls. I've got a 10-year-old. Oh, oh they're bits. yummy at this age. Oh, we're, we're, we're on the verge, though, of feeling know, the hormones so coming. Those. I really baby mine. I'm so guilty of it. I'm like, come on, give mommy a cut. Oh, oh da, da, do, 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 da, da. Really <laughs> Stop. Show she's, a, she's a tween. She's a tween, yes, which means she's in between a child and a fucking arsehole. So we're ah! just... <laughs> 
It's coming, people. It's a coming. Oh my goodness. It's coming home. It's coming. And you'll wish it would leave. I'm enjoying unconditional love in the cold while I can. Eight more years and then they'll fly away. No, it is. It is. It eight is. more summers. Stop that. Oh, God. Picnic, lots of picnics in they'll the be back I live in London I didn't leave home until I was 25 did you? Fine. <laughs> did you? Fine. Yeah. I left at 17 oh I kept going and coming back did you? Yeah, yeah. can, can we just that's briefly good, yeah. ask you about because I, I you know did a thorough research on Wikipedia yesterday oh, God, did you get thrilling for you yes did you By get way, discovered there. did you just get discovered <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sorry, Johnny. Did you get discovered at McDonald's? Is that a true story? No, that is true. I was, okay. at, I was at that is true. I was outside McDonald's in Manchester. Manchester, okay. Yeah, yeah my sister and um, she went in, and I was doing, and I had an anti-meat stance, and they didn't do anything veggie at the time. So I was waiting outside, and someone came up to me the flyer for a yeah. They, well, they had a they had a model agency. It was like a hairdresser at a model agency. So I, I went, yeah, and I got scouted and I went in and then I was I was in Tokyo within a couple of months oh, of getting that leave. I'd never, I'd only out. been out of the country once at that point. Yeah. And was your yeah. sister like, oh, if only I'd been a vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> screw you, Big Mac. <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> yeah, never, yeah, I would be sat here today. So, yeah, and that was a heck of a culture shock because I'd never wow. cooked for myself. And, you know, and I, I, I was, I'm from the north of England where it's mm. meat and two veg, you know, very well cooked. And there I was in a place where they're having raw fish for breakfast. <laughs> Thank God. for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And it was a heck of a culture shock um, at that time. And, uh, yeah, but, but it was a wonderful life experience, actually. And, yeah. and that was it. I was tra- off travelling traveling the world ca- for, for the next 12 years, really. I worked wow. as a model in the fashion industry. And it was brilliant because I, I got to experience lots, you know. And yeah. It was a crash course in life, really. And, and, and different cultures, living and working in different countries around the world. And, Made some brilliant friends and it was fantastic. With my child, I think she's doing that at 17. Oh, that's what I was just to say. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'll have a heart attack. Oh my God, as so my, my mother would say, do as I say, not oh, as I do. Yeah, yes. well, quite. Yeah. Know, they were sort of trying to stop me going and I was, I was a determined child, off I went. But every t- I spoke to them once a week because there were no mobile phones back in the prehistoric days when I was 17. And... Uh, I, They'd ring me once a week on a landline in the apartment oh, I was staying at. Make sure you had to be there. I was in at that time, despite the time difference in Japan, so I could speak to them. And they'd literally go, are you all right, love? And I'd say, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Not letting them hear me for the oh, first yeah. few weeks, because it, it was, you know, it was, it was so different and so challenging and so frightening. But then, after about three or four weeks, I found Miss Stride and had a brilliant, brilliant time, made lots of friends there. And at the time of my life, actually, ultimately, but I remember trying to keep the tears out of my voice, because I was blooming terrified and lonely and away from home at 17 so I think about my child doing that she's mm. only two years away from that but I think oh my god no. I'll be shadowing her <laughs> I'll be following she won't know it but yeah I'm not a trench coat and a, and a moustache it's very yeah, easy exactly. for you to be on the white brimmed hat I'm blending in it's fine you can dress up as Claudia Winkleman Oh, there we go. Now, um, at this point in podcast test, we do uh, always like to ask our guests to share a scummy mummy confession. Have you got one oh, to share with uh, us? Yes, I remember. What oh, God? Oh, this is emb- it is embarrassing actually. But... Good, that's the point. Yep. Strap in, strap in, listener. Message. Yeah. <laughs> she's good. <laughs> she's one of. She's our people. Yeah. I've actually got a little bit pink, even though we're not. On camera. <laughs> um, at the memory of this, I mean, it, it, it was obviously years and years and years ago, and I, um, I actually left. I was breastfeeding my first child. She was a year. Uh, no, she wasn't a year. I think I stopped at about. I stopped short of a year for a year. I did it. And we, anyway, I was filming on location in Blackpool, and I left my breast milk in the mini bar because we were staying in a hotel room. <laughs> 
I'd expressed it, and I wanted to take she it home. She pumped and dumped people. She oh, pumped and I, she dumped. I pumped and dumped, and I, I put it in. I took the little bottles you get to put your breast milk yeah, in. Yeah, and so you were I, leader. Right, yeah, so yeah. I, I pumped it before the live show. I'd expressed it, and I'd labelled it up, you know, breast milk, just helpfully to let anyone know who left it in the fridge for who was in the room after me. Um, and I left it in, I put it in the mini bar to keep it cold. And was going to put in a cool bag to take it back because you didn't waste that stuff. Do you know okay, what I mean? No, bloody gold. liquid gold. Liquid gold. So I put it in the mini bar, went to work, did the show, left the next day, and halfway down the M, whatever <gasps> it is, sixty-two, went. Oh Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> Head in my hands. I was like, I've left the bloody breast milk in the mini bar. Of course, oh. it's in the mini bar. It's a fridge in the room. I wanted to keep it cool. Yeah, keep it nice. And. I swear, I still get a cold sweat when I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where it ended. It didn't, it didn't, oh, it didn't I turn up. I think the no next idea. day, the next bloke <laughs> in the hotel room is like, open, oh, fancy a drink. Oh, I have no quite idea. fancy a white Russian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, is this the milk with the tea? Because yeah. you know, it's kettle and Coffee tastes tea funny. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no, I mean, I hate to think about that happening. <laughs> well, listeners, I really think, hope it didn't happen. If you think you might have incidentally drunk Tess Daly's breast milk, perhaps you were staying in the hotel in Blackpool. I'm mortified. Oh, no. Do, do write in. Um, yeah, that I, I, yeah, I left it behind. So there you go. You know, I pumped and dumped. I, no, I mean, there was many instances like that. I remember once I was going, well, not like that in the mini bar, but like breast milk related. You know, and you're sort of you, you're leaking and you cut out. I remember once going live on live television, and um, luckily I was wearing a black dress, and I hadn't, I'd only had a time to express one side. Yeah. Oh God. And we were oh, going God. live. And as we're going live, and I'm saying hello and welcome, I could feel that awful heat that comes from oh, my yeah, yeah. It's about to lactate, you know, and I, I could feel it dripping <laughs> down onto the floor in a little puddle as I'm speaking live on television. Oh. And there's a big wet patch. But I had a black dress on. Fine. So you couldn't, and, I, and my face was getting hotter. Oh my oh, God. And I just love. couldn't wait to throw into the break. That wasn't Strictly, by the way. That was a program on Channel 5 many, many years ago. Oh, Channel 5. So is thank God. <laughs> Anything goes on Channel and, 5. And there's probably a whole show called When Women Leak yes. on Channel 5. <laughs> And there were ad breaks, thank God. Oh, they can do a little, little relief. into the break, so I oh, can just, like... Love. Pop the yeah. top down, straight yeah. in the cameraman's eye. Oh, yeah. oh, oh love. That was mortifying. I mean, the things we do, you know, as a working woman... Oh, it's all very glamorous. To, you have to do, you know, you're trying your best because you want to do your best for baby, but you've got to go back to work at some <laughs> yeah. point. And you're just trying to, do, you know, you're just trying to work it all up. But, yeah, there were those, hair, there were those moments that... And don't, don't feel too bad about forget, the, I'd rather forget about the breast milk one because we had a confession at our show once of a woman she, she sold a fridge freezer on eBay she sold it second hand and they'd left the placenta in the freezer whoa yeah. <laughs> All right, I so mean there's uh, a lot going on there yeah. goodness but, uh, me a lot to unpack so, <laughs> literally <laughs> So, you know, you're not the worst. That, that yeah. was in Stroud, we'll I mean, just say. It was in Stroud. I mean, good company. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. These things happen, don't they? Well, oh. Test Daily, TV's Test Daily, I am blown away by your confessions. I don't know if I can top that, can you? Uh, should I give my little one from... Go on, then. Okay, uh, so today, um, I'm wearing a jumpsuit, people. Oh, and yeah. I... <laughs> Enjoy the jumpsuit. Um, thank you, Tess. Uh, anyway, so I, I have to go to a fancy toilet in this lovely establishment. It's very confusing. There's a lot of mirrors and take the jumpsuit off. It is like the Hotel California. It's very strange. It is. It's it is. strange, aren't they? Yeah. You can't tell where the doors are. No, no. It's all mirrored. It is, You've got to feel your way. In. Exactly. There's, there's I'm no in the crystal maze. You stick your hands under this shelf and it rains and on your hands. And it's not very well lit. Yeah. No, no. Finding the way out. I feel like I'm in a disco in 19... Who bought this place? That's what I was saying. (laughs) 
shouting, poor Sasha. Sorry, Sasha. Oh, thank you, PR lady. Uh, uh, the water's <laughs> lovely. Anyway, anyway so, so I went not, to do not 52 minutes ago. I you had a wee. It. I had a wee, uh, and then because when you're wearing a jumpsuit, you basically have to get nude, and I threw back the jumpsuit, and the sleeve went in the toilet. Shut up! And so you didn't wee on it. No, no, because oh. I, I could, Before I could, weed. I, yes, Thank it was God. fine, it was Thank fine. Uh, so I had toilet water on my sleeve oh, before I met a television legend. So I had to <laughs> wash, wash it under the shower <laughs> thing, and then I said, Ellie, I've done it again because this is not the first time, oh. Tess. I don't know how else to say this kindly. Jumpsuits are not for you. <laughs> They're just not for you. They're just not for you. Jumpsuits, dungarees, oh. always the strap oh. or the flap. Look at you now. Come here. Your collar's not even out. Oh, Look. I know. I think oh, I was in a cough. Don't I was, touch the cough. You know I was, I was, I was, nothing wrong with a nice, a nice jumper and a pair of trousers. Okay. Oh, Back to yeah. MS for me. Oh, all right. Do you. you know what? We've all done it. Oh, I know. Really, to be honest, I live in a jumpsuit and it's happened to me. It's occupational hazards. It is. Why but do I'm, you people wear them? I love a jumpsuit. Because it's one stop dressing. Throw it on. Knickers. Knickers. Well, so is a bra done. You wouldn't see me walking down the high street in that. No, there's no matchy matchy going on. No. Put it on, you're ready to go. Put it with a strain it. Good yes, for the day. absolutely. Yeah. And then day to night, Don. Accessorise with some urine. <laughs> Touch well and piss. Yeah. Yeah. I want to well say, done. I wonder what that smell was. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I mean, um, what a lovely note to end on, yeah, really. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you thought, when they said, will you go on the Scummy Mummies podcast, how bad can they be? Really? And now we've revealed the answer <laughs> yeah, yeah, to that yeah. question. You took it to a new low. Oh, uh, yeah. That's oh. what I like to... T- what do we say? <laughs> when they go high, we go low. Yes. <laughs> We just go low all the time. Always low. When they go low, we go lower. That's, that should be our new motto. Oh, that's, that's for that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Infinite real. Oh. 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 We've got to end this. Daily. Yes. It's been amazing. Thanks it's so much it's for been having an honour to meet you. Thank you very oh, much for coming on our stupid me. podcast. Yeah. Um, yes. It's uh, brilliant. Net-aware.org.uk. That's right. Yeah, yeah. your internet safety chat. Okay. And strictly Saturday nights. Come on, who's going to win? Who's going to win? See you on the telly on Saturday. Yeah. Who's going to win? I don't know. I was surprised by how good quite a few of them were. Oh, yeah, do you know what? Right. I, Mich- Michelle Visage, oh, sassy. Dev, and Karim. I'm obsessed with they're, they're my top four with Kelvin. Dev was great, wasn't it? Dev was oh, oh, lovely. Sassy and Karim, what about I know. tricks out the bag very early on. But do they I was know? Like, it's like a show dance. Do they know, like, you know, behind the scenes stuff? Do they know? They're going to be good because they do the well, practices. We, don't, we honestly don't know until we see them live what okay. they can actually do. All you right. know, I mean, that's for us. It's like it, we're, we're watching, watching everyone at home. It's like, oh my god, he did that. He pulled that out of the bag. Oh, what was that side jump? Little Corinne's hips. Oh, Kar- yeah, the yeah, hips on him. And so, yeah, I mean, who, who knew? Who knew? Excellent. Right. Good times. Yeah. All right. Well, yes. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Come and see us live. Go to scummymummies.com for all the live shows. We are up and down the country. We've got about oh, about thirty five shows left for the year. We're doing yeah. our live shows. Uh, we've got our Christmas shows. Lots of them have already sold out. But come and see us. And we're going on a big tour of the north. Aren't we? Yeah. We're going to Lancaster, Liverpool, oh, you'll Rotherham. Be well yeah. there. Oh, yeah. the northern Tell lasses you, are girls. lovely. Oh, yeah. they are. They're lovely. They're so warm. And yes. So we cannot wait to see you. And yes, yeah, scummymummies.com for all the dates and details. Yes. And our book, Helen, is. Still, Still in print. print. <laughs> <laughs> it's available Just. now, probably. Yeah. Uh, time this goes out, who knows? I don't uh, know. But we'll see. Uh, have you got anything else you want to plug, Tess? No, I'm just here. Yeah, no, no, no. Just give me a cup of tea and I'm happy we can chat about more about parenting. I want to pick your brains. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, we've got another three minutes. I'm so. in another place. I'm in another place for that. Exactly <laughs> right. Oh, thanks again, Tess. Thank you for having me. Until next time. Bye-bye.
We're recording. Okay. There we are. Now I did last night's one. Do you want to introduce I'll, I'll, this I'll one? do this. Okay. Is that how you and Claudia do it, Tess? You take so you it do turns? it. You just do it. Yeah, yeah. we sort of do. We've <laughs> <laughs> had it last weird. time. Yeah, we've got this sort of telepathic thing going on. We can look at each other now and she can read. Sometimes we're, well, we're always on the mic and I'm like, yeah. I can't say this out loud, but look into my eyes. Are you thinking what I'm yeah. thinking? She's like, <gasps> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> telepathy. When we're doing a new show, one of us just forgets what song or what sketch, whatever we have to do next. Mm-hmm. We can just look at the other one and, and they'll go, Now, speaking of this, how about <laughs> Top Gun? And we'll be like, Oh, yes, yes, of course, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, when the eyebrows go up, going, What the fuck are we doing right now? You're like, Ah, this is the yeah. thing. Remember when we're when we're we... and Claudia test, that's what we're saying. We're yeah. exactly the same Helpful. and just as successful. Oh, good okay. Okay. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 